Hey girl, hey. Hello. Oh. We out here. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you perfectly. Hey, I can hear your soothing voice. City wanna by now. <laughs> I'm glad you think it's soothing because you know we're doing our best. <laughs> so welcome to Refresco Hour. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be a part of this segment. Yes, thank you so much for inviting me. It's exciting. I feel like oh, am I podcast favorite yes, now? Like wow, nope, as well. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you tell people who you are, where you're from, and how long you've been in LA? Yes. Um, well, my name is Ebony. I am 27 years old. I am. I'm born and raised in LA. Um, Whittier, to be specific, if I have California natives who know where Whittier is. I even know where Whittier is. Um, <laughs> Surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those places where, like, you know it or you don't. Like, it's like something you've never heard of or, like, oh, yeah, I've been there. Or I have friends there. Right. Or whatever it is. Um, yeah. So, uh, what else? What else? Um, how long have I been here? Yeah, I've been here my whole life. Um, I'm an artist. I'm a singer, hey. songwriter, vocalist, um, vegan, vegan mommy. And I, yes. And um, yes, yeah, also kind of working on my chef skills as well. Like I've always uh, been in the kitchens and because my grandma has always taught me to cook, you know, normal mm. rice and beans and chill things for me to come home to school too um so i'm actually working on that as well just creating new recipes um for like the vegan community and yeah just like doing my thing trying to figure it out absolutely absolutely and how long have you been vegan for i have technically been vegan since 2017 So we're ending our fourth year now. Yeah. Um, the first year was was rocky. You know what I mean? There was definitely... You're, it's like a learning curve. So I remember one time, like, I bought these corn, like, fake mm-hmm. chicken nuggets or whatever. And had, like, egg whites in them. And I was, like, freaking out. Um, but I really just took time and kind of just took care of on my vegan mm-hmm. diet day by day versus stressing out about it and I think that's why like these four years have kind of flown by and I haven't missed any meat or dairy or anything since amazing amazing and it brings us to our segment that we're gonna talk and share with you know the listeners anyone um, in the audience basically your tips for living your best vegan life in yeah. LA like <laughs> Yes. Which is amazing. Well, I want to say, first of all, yeah, it's so fun. It's honestly so fun. Um, Veganism for me is so deeply rooted in just, like, my Mm -hmm. health and, like, the health of my family. Um, I have a really good friend who, at the time when I was transitioning to becoming vegan, him and I were living together, and... He had significant 
allergy problems like to the point where he was taking like four to five Benadryl every day just to like live his mm-hmm. life and simultaneously I, my mom was going through like thyroid issues and she's always had thyroid issues since mm-hmm. I can remember um, but specifically around that time my mom is also a singer so it's, and she still sings to this day so it was kind of scary because for a while they were saying like oh like your thyroid is um, complications are at the point where you need to have surgery you need mm. to have surgery and I remember her telling me like uh, like I'm, I'm stressed out because they're going to be next to my vocal cords like I don't know if this is going to potentially ruin my voice right. and, and she has never had like an invasive surgery like that before ever and so I was scared and she was scared and this woman at her job who was she was actually training to take her position at the time um they were talking or whatever and she was like oh you know I'm gonna go into surgery and the woman was like do you mind if I ask for what and she's like oh my thyroid and this woman hands her this book and she's like before you do anything Mm. just read this book and I wish I knew the name of the book I should know the name but (laughs) point is this was like you know a vegan (laughs) it was like a vegan activism book basically Mm. and it just talked about how plants and plant medicine can really heal the body and so I got inspired by that and I think that kind of that fertilized the seed Mm. for me Um, because even years prior to that I remember I was with another really good friend of mine and we had went to an Ayur Krishna temple in Utah random super random trip that we took and I remember giving service at this temple and feeding llamas Mm -hmm. and feeding peacocks and seeing all these cool animals and the entire week that we were there volunteering they only gave us vegan meals because you know and i'm not sure if all sects of hinduism but i know a lot of sex sects of hinduism really focus on karmic free mm. eating which you know includes not eating any meat or putting any type of animals through any suffering and at that time in my life i was like what the hell do you mean like i love pork like i was a big bacon girl mm-hmm. a big pork chop girl like I was like what you mean like I'm not gonna eat pork anymore like that's weird right right and so I think that was like but I remember feeling so happy when I was there and not missing it feeling full feeling fulfilled but just not knowing how to even attack Mm -hmm. it like I was so used to which I feel a lot of people are super used to like the American diet they just are used to like Mm -hmm. two sides and a meat I very much thought that way. Yeah, so my mom, um, she got the book or whatever, and she started eating vegan and cleansing her body. And so I saw the change in her, and that was incredible. And then, back to my friend who was taking Benadryl all the time, I remember just something spiritually in me was just like, Mm -hmm. this doesn't make sense. Like, you're a young, able-bodied man, you know, you're 25, And I just find it so hard to believe that you're stuck in this position where you have to take Benadryl every day. It was making him sleepy. Like he just wasn't present in life because I don't know if anybody in in your audience has ever taken a Benadryl, but they're just like debilitating (laughs) to a certain degree. They make you so tired. Yeah, they're just insane. And so I would be flabbergasted at the fact that he was taking Mm. four to five. And so... I remember him and I, we watched the documentary, wow. What the Hell, together. 
and yeah and he was a little resistant at first to even watch it but then he ended up watching it with me and after the end of the documentary and I was angry and I was sad and I was motivated and I was just like "Ah." yeah I was just like I'm not putting this in my body anymore and you're not either and I was cooking for him a lot because we were you know um we were living together at the time and so I was just like you know what like you buy the groceries you don't have to cook anything like I will fucking cook it but like we're not eating this like you you watch a documentary (laughs) right like he was just like yeah like we can't we can't do this anymore and so from then on it's just been like a constant thing for me that I just have taken a stand and it's it's hard sometimes especially when you're around a lot of people who still eat meat and eat cheese and you know consume dairy products and eggs and um it was it was hard in the beginning not being able to go out Mm -hmm. to dinner with friends or having to be there and just not eat anything or eat fries and salad i remember those days Um, like luckily yeah yeah exactly better um in terms of just advancement and like creativity with with fruits and veggies and grains and nuts and fruits and all that stuff so you know (laughs) no longer is there that yeah it makes a a big difference difference. there's no longer the whole like oh i'm just gonna get a fries and a salad though there are still places like that (laughs) right Definitely, definitely. And like if I go to, you know, if I go to a place where it's it's not a vegan restaurant, you know, if it's someone's birthday and they want to go to like a seafood boil, I'm not going to be like, hey, we're not going to go, but I'm definitely going to just right. in <laughs> the rice. Yeah. But now that I've transitioned, now those things don't even really attract me because I've taken the time to do my research and learn about um what I can eat what I can't and so like that that's one of my first yes, tips let's that I segue say into is, it let's get into it yeah yeah the first tip for sure I think is to start slow and to remove mm. items one by one I think a lot of the time people are just like whoa like I can't fathom not eating cheese or chicken or pork or milk or there's just so many mm-hmm. things ingrained in not just the American diet, but just like globally diets all around the world, there's a lot of animal products. And so to just cut that off, like cold turkey Mm -hmm. can be daunting. And so um, I definitely went slow, um, like in the beginning, before I watched What the Health, I was already starting to like remove things. So the first thing that I removed was beef. That was really easy because it was affecting my teeth. Like my teeth were getting sore just like trying to chew oh, wow. steak. Yeah, and so my body was already kind of like it was the milk for me. It was and the so milk. Stuff. The milk uh, was one thing that really drastically changed my um, my acne. <laughs> oh yes yeah talk about I it i switched that to almond so milk true. my family yeah. and me we were just like oh you know we were at i don't know drink at that point we were like drinking two percent or something and i started before <laughs> yeah my family they were drinking two percent at the time and that was before i did like my vegan challenge before like i'm like now five years ve- vegan like and it was it's amazing like like you said it just feels like it's a lifestyle it's no longer like 
me attempting a diet, um, but more it's it's preventative health for me because my family has so much uh, health issues generationally, generationally. Yes. Yes, fine too. And I'm fine like, nah, too. I'll take the preventative route. I'm good. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was always so funny, like in the beginning when I was becoming vegan and, you know, I'm still cooking around my grandma and things. She would always ask me, like, give us comer. What are you going to eat? What are you going to eat? And when she would be making bacon and stuff, she would apologize to me. And I'm like, you don't have to apologize to me. Like, I don't want right. to put that in my body. Like, I, I know what that creates. And it's so funny because before I went vegan, I had, like, one of my last, like, uh, what do they call it? Um, physicals mm -hmm. at the doctor's. And they were like, oh, you're pre-diabetic. And I was like, what? Mm. Like, pre-dia what? Like, how is that even possible? And then so when I watched What the Health and I learned, like, oh, um, the plaque within your arteries and like the like is directly affects the insulin and like a lot of diabetes is coming from these plaquey you know arteries that you have throughout your body the, uh, these plaquey filled vessels that you have throughout your body that are now your body's becoming insulin resistant and I'm like oh wait so they lied and they said it was about sugar when it never was like here I am depriving myself of all these sugar things, which I mean, you shouldn't have so much sugar in abundance anyway, mm -hmm. but I'm thinking I can't have like cranberry juice when really like I shouldn't be eating that deli. Right, meat. right. Like the deli meat is doing so much more damage than like this cranberry juice. And I think that's just that, that, that is one of the most frustrating things about um, like talking about veganism with with people who are um, not as in, in well informed mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is the you know the protein argument or you know where do you get your fats from or you know just those simple things where it's like you know what are you gonna eat and it's like there are, there are so many different species of vegetables right and fruits <laughs> and grains like there's there's so much to eat like I've eaten way a way larger variety of food. Same. Same here. <laughs> with me. It's so yeah. wild. And that's the what? thing too. Like with, yeah, with, but... when you think about, you know, slowing things down, right? Talking about this, the, the tips. Yeah. And, and the first tip being like slowing things down and removing things slowly. It's just like, you know, any of these other fad diets where they tell you to knock knock other things off of what you normally eat but the difference is the benefit it's a long term it's a long term benefit right. it's not this short yo-yo diet that you run into it's a long term benefit yeah yeah exactly and it's so it's just really changed also my my, my energy like mm -hmm. my aura like I feel more light and happy and just present and I I don't know when I eat food I'm just like oh like it just feels different when you look at what you're eating as like suffering versus not suffering mm -hmm. like when I see a steak on a plate I don't see a steak anymore I see like yeah me too <laughs> why would I 
Yeah, I'm just like, why would I want to take your life away? Like, because I want bacon or I want a steak? Like, this doesn't make sense. So for sure, starting slow. That's that's my number one tip. My next tip is veganizing your favorite meals. So crucial, major key. Um, I feel that a lot of people too. They're like, I want, I want to be able to eat a quesadilla still, and it's like, girl, yes, you totally can. can. Like, grilled cheese, I Same. eat them all the time. <laughs> like, like I literally like. It's so funny too when people are like, "What do you eat?" And I'm like, tacos, burritos, pasta, lasagna, grilled cheese. Like, I just the <laughs> list goes on and on and on. Um, so I just love that but yeah so that was one of the first things that I started to do Um, I am I remember when I was young I I liked like papas and chorizo and I liked like tuna and different things like that so I just started looking up like literally like YouTube vegan tuna vegan this vegan that and then I just it opened up my mind to so many possibilities I was like what do you mean you can make chickpea tuna like how what do you mean you can make jackfruit tuna what do you mean you can make hearts of palm right like I was just like flabbergasted by the possibility and the fact that like some of your favorite meat food is only fire because of all of seasoning seasoning oh my herbs and love yes i agree (laughs) season your food (laughs) yes like season your food like that is gonna make the biggest difference and also this is like vegan tip but also like chef tip like season every step Mm. every step my pasta water Mm -hmm, gets same There's not a moment that there's not flavor being incorporated into what I'm making. And those layers of flavor, you're not going to be like, oh, darn, I wish this had a big old piece of beef. Right. Like, no, you're going to be like, this is fire. This tastes good. Like, (laughs) yeah, you're like, I fuck with this. So I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Um, So that's one. Like, that one is a good one. And then in, in, in connection with that, um, mushrooms, if if you like mushrooms, mushrooms are your girls. Mm-hmm. They are so delicious. They can take a beating, which is crazy. Like you can literally cook mushrooms forever and they won't mm-hmm. burn because of all of the moisture, high moisture. Con- and they are so versatile. Like I am privileged, or, you know, we're privileged to be in, in LA or I've at least experienced LA and, and, and seen the farmer's market and things like that. So when you see like an actual mushroom cultivator and all of the different yes. species that they have, like I had no idea. I didn't even know what an oyster mushroom oh my was gosh. until yes. I became vegan. I didn't know that there was a difference between a baby Bella, a cremini, a white, and a portobello. Like, I just thought it was like, okay, my parents were like, you know, that's, <laughs> that's, and it's just like, okay, yeah, like mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, you put mushrooms in that. But it's like, no, like, and, and mushrooms are so cool. Like, I could literally go off on a tangent on mycology alone because it's just like, they are the building blocks to the planet. Like, without mushrooms, half of the plant species that you enjoy wouldn't exist a lot of the mammals on our planet wouldn't have had like a biological 
like nesting yes. ground because the fungi you know of our planet connects to like other parts of the world and there's this whole neural network and they do like like they're rehabilitating our ecosystem 24/7. And so we're so reliant on them. And so once I realized like oh wait, like vegans eat all kinds mm-hmm. of mushrooms, like let me fuck <laughs> around and yeah, it was insane. And that has really helped a lot like oyster mushrooms if you guys never had them like please go get some <laughs> like take some oyster mushrooms chop them up put them in a cast iron um put your favorite seasonings i love making like um kind of like a gatinitas taco mm. with mushrooms that's one of my favorite things some fresh cilantro some fresh pico de gallo like so so good fresh lemon yeah like you're not gonna miss anything come on now so that's definitely speak to the people yes yes and so i also um i also my grandma is funny because she's not a mushroom person at all and so now I just don't even be telling her. Like if I make her something, I, I just I just feel like, oh yeah, try it. And I recently, this is I guess my third tip, but also works in the same same framework as mushrooms. Is like the faux meats are getting ridiculous mm-hmm. nowadays. Like you can't tell me if you make an Impossible Burger and serve it to someone who eats meat they're gonna eat that yeah. burger and and they're gonna Absolutely. like it like i haven't met one person who doesn't like it and so they're just only getting better <laughs> and it's like you need to get it <laughs> like jump on this jump on this Absolutely. wave right now before you miss it and you drown that's a, that's a whole fact and then you know it ties in directly with the idea of this whole pandemic happening right people taking health to another another level um when you know for years there have been many people many vegan activists many people who are plant-based who have been pushing for people to just eat better eat better and you know significantly like have less health health issues um on top of having covid or you know asymptomatic symptoms of covid and things like that so right it's just so beneficial so you know go find them oyster mushrooms come on now (laughs) yes yes and experiment with flavor experiment with different foods i think a lot of the time people are super intimidated too with just cooking overall and so it could seem like whoa like one you want me to step in the kitchen shoddy and then two you don't want me to use no meat no cheese no nothing that seems like crazy but you will be surprising the shit out of yourself when you realize how much you can actually use like the plants that you've been given like you can't tell me i can't make alfredo sauce right prove you wrong like i'm gonna just a whole (laughs) thing Yeah, like you can't tell me that I can't make lasagna. Like I make, I I know how to make it and I make it too. I think another thing that gets people a little, and this goes into my fourth tip. This I don't know if this is my third. This, this tip, would be the fourth. This is a tip. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The third okay. one. Recap, fourth recap the third and then go into the fourth. Right. The third was like mushrooms and faux meats are your friend. Right. 
like fuck with those especially if you're a beginner awesome awesome and, um, and tip number four my fourth tip yes tip number four whole foods are your Oof. friend because you can make you can make a bunch of different sauces dips staple foods with whole foods i think a lot of people are under the misconception that veganism and i and i agree to a to a degree like if you are getting nothing but tofurkey slices and you know a bunch of different packs of vegan cheese and a bunch of pre-made vegan tv dinners it's gonna be expensive but if you're really yeah like if you're really using your creativity and using whole russet potatoes whole carrots and you know whole broccoli or whatever to make like a stew instead of just buying a vegan soup on the shelf one you're gonna have a significant amount more food that's gonna last you Mm -hmm. throughout the week two you're gonna know exactly what goes in it which is like super important with everything that's going on as far as our health and the trajectory of what's going to be happening you want to know what's Mm -hmm. in your food you want to know what you're putting in and it's cheaper way Mm -hmm. cheaper you like i when was it i think it was like last year around this time like halloween uh i was very broke (laughs) (laughs) speak on i was very broke I was very broke. I was in between jobs. Uh, I kind of just got out of a relationship. And I was just like house sitting at a friend's house. And I was lonely. And I was like, what am I going to eat? I got $6. Like literally until the 15th. And it's the second. And so I need to figure this out. And for like a split second, I was like, oh, this is the moment where somebody's like, I'm just going to get a pack of meat. Or I'm just going to get, you know, mm -hmm. a big old pack of chicken for whatever, $10. But that $6, I literally spent a dollar. I went to the 99 cent store, first of all. And I spent a dollar on a bag of rice, a dollar on a bag of beans, and a dollar on some potatoes. Mm. And I got... Sometimes at like random nine nine cent stores here in Cali, they'll have like sorbet. Yeah, yeah. They'll have, they have little plugs. You know, they'll have some. Yeah, they have little plugs and stuff. And so I went and got sorbet, and I had sorbet and papas and sorbet and rice for like a week. And I'm, yeah, it wasn't the most fancy vegan dinner by any means, but six dollars stretched, mm-hmm. and like I was fed and I ate multiple meals a day and so that's insane you couldn't get six dollars to stretch in any other type of diet like if you were trying to incorporate meat in any one of those scenarios Mm -hmm. you would be surpassing that amount of money and so you can really get creative when it comes to whole foods and your body responds better to whole foods our bodies are electric Mm -hmm. and so when you're eating foods that have this alkaline electric charge your body responds to that and it loves it absolutely Mm -hmm. so that's your big tip right there that is a big big plug 
Yes, that one goes along with that tip. What's important about that tip is doing a lot of research. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and it goes in 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 alignment with veganizing your favorite meal. So, like for the for the person who's not vegan listening right now, like start with writing a list of your favorite things, like spaghetti meatballs, pizza, grilled cheese, whatever it is. Like write all your favorite things down. And then once you get to that point, YouTube, YouTube is a whole university. Yes. I don't know if you guys know, <laughs> but it's a whole university up there. You could get your associates, your bachelor's and your master's. Hey. And it, yes, <laughs> like it's really a thing. And so 9.9 times out of 10, if you want something to be veganized, someone's already thought of it. And so you can literally just type in vegan first meal on your list. And you'll find a bunch of things. And, and um, a lot of the times it's using whole food. Yeah. Because we've got to get creative when it comes to vegan. And then the creativity is so much fun. I think it that's is. one of my favorite parts about I it. I think it's because we're creatives that we're like, ooh. <laughs> like, curious. <laughs> and we're foodies, so we love food. It's not. Listen, y'all. It's not that we don't love food. Okay? I know people get the wrong impression that, you know... Vegans don't have fun with their food. Let me tell you, okay? This is like, this is a plug, you know, during the pandemic, yes. But listen, if you are into your social media, hashtag vegan, and I'm 100% sure you'll find the Vegan Street Fair, which is here in North Hollywood in the Valley. My, my, my girl, Jess, I volunteer with her all the time when she had these fairs and you would meet a whole bunch of people who are plant-based vegan or like somewhere in between, right? There's no discouragement, mm-hmm. but there, but there's people out there, you know, with the same ideas or, or just trying it. And you can find people, places, community like this. So you're not alone. I think that's a big point with what you're saying and saying like, yeah, go on YouTube. Like, you know, there's videos, there's information, there's free knowledge out there. And along with that, there's people, you can reach out to these people. And I, and I tell you this, like I've reached out to many different, you know, like those um, plant-based people that social influencers, things like that, a hundred percent guarantee like they will respond back and if they don't they they'll eventually respond you know encouraging the the lifestyle right right like one of my good friends i strictly met her via social media and i only met her because she's vegan Mm -hmm. and i randomly came across her page and we've been friends ever since and it's just and like we did a an event together Um, where I sold vegan cupcakes. She had a bunch of her other friends doing like tarot readings. And it was just like this beautiful little spiritual vegan, very California event. (laughs) And it was great. It was so great. I love it. And yeah, I think reaching out is so important because a lot of people do feel alone. Like you said, they don't know what the fuck to do. And I think that it's just human nature to stick to something when you know you have a community behind you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged if, you know, um, I, I remember my my first year in going vegan, you know, I had, I think about 
two, three, what people would call cheat days, right? Where you go off, off, mm-hmm. off of it and you try, try some food. Everybody starts somewhere. It's not about like forcing veganism down your throat, but it, this is, this is just life tips, you know, <laughs> health tips. Right. Um, you want to feel better. You want to be able to be so aligned like Ebony here, like with her aura, right? Imagine yeah. being that aligned to your aura that you can you can almost feel when your acne starts to rise on your face. That's what happened to me. I cheated. I had a slice of pizza. I felt the acne rise on my face. No lie. Like as it was happening. No, I... Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I get the, I feel the intense, the intensity in my digestion. Like that first year when I tried to like, oh, I could still eat cheese. No, you can't. Mm -mm. My body was like, how dare you disrespect me? Because you've been killing it and you've been eating (laughs) things I actually want to eat. And now you're going to throw some cheese in the mix. Like, don't you dare. And my stomach literally like instantly started hurting. Yeah. Yeah. So that is so true. Um, and yes, the, um, I, my fourth or my fifth tip Ooh. is having things ready, having vegan staples ready. So I'm Latina, I'm Afro Latina, hey. and I grew up with arroz always in my house, arroz yeah. and frijoles de olla always. And so I still always have that on deck. I know that's something that I can eat often. A lot of the time, too, I'll have a bunch of pre-cut vegetables. So I'll chop up some bell pepper really fine. I'll have some onions already ready uh, and chopped. I'll have whatever green lettuce I'm using for the week. And so even when I don't, like, I, I work an extremely busy schedule. And sometimes, and I also don't like to do, like, where I eat the same meal prep every day. That's I'm not that girl. Mm-hmm. And so... If I have rice and beans and, like, vegetables ready, then, like, one day I could just do, like, a bed of rice, broccoli, and do, like, a nice, like, dressing on top. Or I could do, like, the beans and rice with bell peppers and bring some tortillas on the side, bring avocado, and now I have, like, a little burrito with some salsa. I can, you know, there's just, like, I could switch up what are my meal preps because I'm kind of just preparing things in bulk. Mm-hmm. Like Buddha bowls are super delicious, super nutritious, colorful, mm-hmm. and you can have all of that stuff prepped. You can buy three sweet potatoes, quarter them, douse them in olive oil, put you know, put some good seasonings on them, roast them while having your rice cooking, while having your beans cooking. Jeez. Have you know, and then now in the morning, if it's like mm, what do I want? Do I just want sweet potatoes? Do I want to make a little bowl? Do I want to make a little wrap? And then I could throw some rice and beans in the wrap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you could really, you could live your best fucking Absolutely. life. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we trying to tell you, yo. <laughs> Living your best life, your best vegan life, plant-based life. You know, and and I totally agree when it comes to meal prepping for me, I think like the most I can do when it comes to like how many days I have it, it has to be like every three days I I switch it up. 
Like I, I noticed yes. that for myself. Like I can handle, you know, a day or two, but day three, oh, I'm whipping something different. It has to be different. Yeah. Or one thing that I've I've utilized is just a, a general tip that you'll find in most articles and you know, people who meal meal prep as their thing all the time is that they use the same vegetables but season them differently or like put them uh, in different ingredients that you make for for different meals so that you're not going to a different ingredient. You're not stretching yourself thin trying to cook multiple things at the same time too. So it saves time, saves money. And also the idea of repurposing things. So like if I, if I, yeah, like if, okay, if I roasted a whole sheet pan of squash and then like I ate half the squash just straight up. And then I'm like, yo, I'm burnt on the squash. I'm not trying to eat more right. no more squash. <laughs> I could take that squash, throw it in the blender, throw in some almond milk, throw in some nutritional yeast. Mm. Soaked cashews. That's Alfredo, girl. That's Alfredo. If I ever... Hey. I'm sorry. It's like, I'm super plain. And then I have that I made on the side and I have like a teriyaki dip that I made on the side and so now the first two days I could have mushrooms tossed in pesto and then do like over you know a bed of pasta or a bed of like zucchini noodles if I want to like cut cut the heavy carb and then the other half of mushrooms I could do one one fourth of that half I can make into tacos and just Mm -hmm. put them in a tortilla with guac and and then boom now I've had like tacos I could take that same mushrooms that's like seasoned pretty I wouldn't say plainly but just simply I could put it in a teriyaki sauce Mm -hmm. and then saute some brok choy and then put that on a bed of rice and now it's like what we got an Asian situation going on worldwide tell tell me where the problem's at where the problem's at yo yeah (laughs) not that we're not that we're trying to fight you know what I mean like yeah for real it's just like we got this like we really got yeah. this <laughs> so what do you feel like so you would that's... recommend and thank you so much for these for these tips you know I know probably people were probably expecting like oh go to this store and go to the listen you can find fruits veggies all that in any supermarket even in a 99 cent store like she yeah. said but what do you yeah. what do you recommend to to people who may just be venturing out into plant-based veganism, things like that. What what other things would you recommend? Um, I would say um, ex- explore restaurants for sure, because uh, restaurants, especially in my first year, gave me a lot of inspiration on things I could eat. So if I could go to a restaurant, like I remember the first time I went to this restaurant called Real Food Daily and I went there and I was like, oh, I'm excited. They have such a big menu. And I was like, wow, it's delicious. It's delicious. And like I said earlier, I was a tuna girl, like tuna and crackers. That was me and my grandma's jam every day after school at 3.30. Mm -hmm. You can catch me watching (laughs) cartoons, eating tuna and crackers. So... The fact that I couldn't have no tuna and crackers anymore, I was a little hurt. I was like, what am I going to do? I went there and got an almond tuna melt. And I was like, 
hold on, ma'am. <laughs> Katie, my server. Katie, how are you going to tell me that you're going to make a tuna now out of almond, babe? How? <laughs> she's, like, she's like, you need to trust me on this, Ebony. You need to trust me. And I was like, okay. And she brought that shit. And I was like, this is delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. And it's just incredible. And it tastes like tuna. But it's lighter. And I don't feel like, sh- feel like crap. How? And so just that alone, I was like, okay, this could really be a thing. Like, I really could figure this out. And I just, so that's what I would recommend. You know, if your budget allows for you to, you know, go to a restaurant, a new restaurant bi-weekly or weekly to try just one vegan meal by yourself. Like, don't even make it a whole thing, like going on a big date or, you know, it doesn't have to be a $50, $60 dinner. Just 20 bucks, 20 bucks and under because most vegan meals at a restaurant are between like 12 and 18 so like just try one vegan thing and see if you like it and then try a different restaurant try a different restaurant and the more restaurants that you try you're going to get more inspired you're going to realize the options that are available and that's going to inspire you in the kitchen absolutely because that that is that is one of the things that happened to me too i was like okay she made this almond tuna melt but i know i can make it better though. yo like it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'ma let you finish, Katie. I'ma let you finish. But my tuna melt was the best tuna melt of all time. Oh my god. That's how I felt. (laughs) That is a big one. Like try that. And and I think that too, like a lot of the times it's hard. You know, not everybody, like I said, that six dollar week, don't tell me to go to no restaurant. I can't afford it. (laughs) So like it's totally fine if that's not in your budget that's why I say whole foods are important because whether we want to you know fully see it or not a lot of the times there is a there is a political aspect to the veganism Mm -hmm. and it Mm -hmm. has been sheltered from our communities for a long time like if you go into black and brown communities low-income black and brown communities there's no whole foods there Oh, absolutely. There is no Trader Joe's there, you know? Mm -hmm. And so someone who's been eating, you know, our normal uh, traditional diets of meat and cheese or whatever, they're going to be like, well, I can't be vegan because there's those things are not next to me. Not buy vegan cheese. I cannot buy impossible meat. I don't have that. And that's why it's like, okay, but you could definitely do a fried cauliflower and you could definitely do mushrooms and you could definitely do rice and beans you could definitely do potatoes and and squash and spinach and broccoli all of these also side note also side note um fulanita that's my neighbor like around the corner has her own little farm with greens and stuff always donating to me so i could incorporate that (laughs) you know what i mean like yes the resources are around you they are especially if you're open to like I feel like this is just this is just something that I apply to life Mm -hmm. but once you release the concept of thinking that you need it it comes to you so Mm -hmm. I don't I released the idea four years ago of needing meat in my life needing cheese needing all of those things and so the universe was like okay cool you released that I'm going to now bring you all the resources you need 
to show up as the person that you're asking to be. You you want to be vegan, right? Okay, I'm going to show you how. And so uh, let yourself figure out those possibilities. You can't shoot it down before you even try. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I would say um, another recommendation that kind of came up in our conversation of all things food, because uh, I just love this. This is... <laughs> I, I love the discussion that we're having. Um, when it comes to holidays, brunches, uh, lunches at home, breakfast with friends, please feel encouraged to create things. And if you truly enjoy it and the way that you made it at home, share it with your friends. Share yes. it with your family members. You, you wouldn't believe how many times I've cooked for people and they're like, what? This... Oh, this don't got this. Wow. Oh my God. I made a, um, a vegan chicken parm Mm, on a a bed of spaghetti, on a bed of spaghetti, you know, like, come on now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't, don't. And I just, right. And just like, come on now. Like I, you already know, I know how to cook and I've cooked both vegan and non-vegan meals in the past. So you're not going to say no to something that looks this good. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so yeah. I, I remember one that. time. Yeah. I remember one time specifically with your cooking, I went to your house for like a jam oh, yeah. session and you <laughs> made, I, well, I don't know what it's called that you made. Moro, what is it moro. called? It was moro. Okay. You made like a vegan moro. And yes, I, I, I was like, ah, oh, what's going on here? It was, <laughs> so flavorful it was insane and then I brought it I took some home because you know I had to take leftovers and so I took some home or whatever and I get to my boyfriend's house and my boyfriend is not vegan but you know we working on we we we, we dip in his toes girl okay so yeah we'll get him there eventually but I took to my boyfriend's house and I was like here baby try this and he was like okay and he tried it and he was like oh I need more of this he's like this 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 I can do And I was like, I'm telling you, like, that shit has flavor. Like, it, they didn't miss no seasoning mm-hmm. in that plate. And it was so good. Thank you. And so, see, yeah. Oh, my God. It was so delicious. And so, season your food. Season Don't be food. scared yes. of seasoning. Get all herbs and spices. Yeah, like, but- try it out. Try Try anything. And, again, at the end of the day, like... Like, me and Ebony have been, I guess, like, <laughs> providing in this discussion is really, like, there's so many resources here in L.A., here in California that a lot of states don't have. So, you know, I can't speak mm-hmm. for Jersey because, or or New York like that at this point in time, because before I moved to California... It was few and far between places that have vegan options and, you know, things like that. But there are supermarkets mm-hmm. that are slowly, you know, kind of putting and implementing uh, vegan plant-based products out there on the shelves. But in Cali, like, we we got the blessing, you know. We got the blessing of vegan restaurants and, you know, people that, that offer vegan options and things like that. So... There's plenty to try. There's different ways of trying it and navigating your best transplant vegan life in LA. You heard? Yeah, for sure. No, for sure. Like this is a, I like to call it the vegan mecca. Yeah. It really is. 
It really is. And what are some things that you are grateful for throughout your your plant-based vegan journey? Uh, I have been... I've, first of all, I'm just so grateful at... This is the vain gratitude, but I am grateful that I've been able to keep my shape, my health, mm-hmm. and like the way my figure looks hey. without sacrificing enjoying eating. Because like you said, we're foodies. Yes. I want to eat. Same. I like eating. And so I when I was when I was 19 and still eating meat, like I it's funny because I was like 135, 140 in high school. Mm-hmm. And then like my senior year, I dropped off and stopped playing sports and everything. And I gained like 30 pounds. So then I was like 165, 170. And that 170, I felt ugly, mm-hmm. to put it plainly. I felt overweight. I felt extremely tired. I was eating a lot of meat all the time. And I just didn't feel energetically good. Mm -hmm. And so I'm so grateful that now, you know, at 27, I'm 160 pounds, but this 160 looking good. This is the nice 160, right? And I'm like, I'm proud of this 160. I don't have no qualms about my body and also my energy level. I'm so grateful for my energy. I would be so tired. Same. Like 1920. The itis was real. The itis was real. Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if you eat, a, don't let me eat a whole double cheeseburger or some shit like that. Facts. I'm going to bed. Right. I can't. No, I can't. I can't hang out tonight. <laughs> Sorry. Plans are canceled. I'm still digesting. <laughs> yeah, plans are canceled. I'm still digesting the food from 2 p.m. So no, I literally can't. <laughs> so that is something I'm super grateful for, and I'm just, I'm grateful too that I've just been able to learn as much as I have. Because I can see it trickling off into my family. Like, obviously, my mom is vegan. Um, my friend, uh, who you know took all the Benadryl and stuff, is, is is vegan, and he even went harder than me. Wow. He was like, I'm al- he's alkaline vegan. Like, wow. He did a, a f- yeah, like he did like a 14 day fast. I he like recalibrated his whole body. Yeah, it was amazing. So he like really healed himself. So I was super proud of him for that. And. Um, even like my dad he is mr carnivorous like i need my meat baby girl like i need right and he's it's so cute because if he eats anything vegan he's gonna send me a picture (laughs) and it's the cutest (laughs) thing on the planet it's like cat meme with a tear (laughs) yes literally i'm just like you go ahead and eat that beyond burger dad i'm proud of you like and and it was so and it's great because now my my stepmom his wife is helping him because you know my dad is getting older my parents are getting older and so Mm -hmm. i'm grateful that they're still with me and i'm grateful that they're taking steps to be you know aware of the health of their health and what they're putting into their body so now my dad you know he'll be eating the chickenless patties the alpha chickenless patties if you guys have never had them they sell them at costco they do sell them at other places as well but the chickenless patties from alpha foods are delicious you can make yourself a little chicken sandwich like a little mcchicken moment so good and so he'll make that and he'll send me little photos like look what i did i have another cousin who um, lives in ohio and she's full vegan i see her on her instagram cutting up i made this that and the third 
And I'm like, giddy, okay. giddy. So yes, it's <laughs> right. It is great. Um, my uncle, same thing. He'll like anything I make, he'll eat. And he's like super into it for Thanksgiving. I made a macaroni and cheese and he was like, this is fire. Like super, super down. So I'm just grateful that the knowledge is spreading mm-hmm. um, because I want as much time with my family and friends as I could get. Absolutely. Same here. So there's, there's a uh, thing that I do typically, which is a ghetto clink. Yeah, a little cheers to you to holding space for this for this discussion for honoring your body for honoring us with all this vegan goodness with food yes. <laughs> and wellness and it. nutrition um shameless plug where can people find you on social media do you have any projects that you would like to share at this point in time that's upcoming for you yes oh my god yes okay so shameless plug you can follow me at ebonita e-b-o-n-i-t-a underscore yes dot underscore don't forget that um that's my personal page slash artist page i am a singer songwriter so my ep link is in my bio for apple we'll music catch but yes you can listen to my ep on all streaming platforms um the title of the ep is idkwts it stands for i don't know what to say because that's exactly how i felt when i was writing it i was going through a turmoil time so light your sage light your incense just get into a little vibe and definitely check out the ep i also have a cooking slash food blog page that i'm working on called ebonitas cocina that link is or the tag to that page is also on my instagram bio so make sure you follow that as well because i'm gonna be definitely and um, reviews of different new vegan products and different reviews of vegan restaurants here in LA and if we ever get to travel again I'll definitely be doing some videos on some other states vegan restaurants so yeah I just have a lot of stuff in the works as far as that I'm gonna be coming out with some new music um, at the top of next year that's going to have a different vibe than what the EP is. So hey. let's stay tuned for that. And yes, yes that's, that's pretty much it. Oh my gosh. So many gems. So, so much congrats are in order. Oh my God. Bless. Thank you. So excited thank for you. So, you. Much. so excited for your journey, for your continued journey. And thank you. Thank you for being a part of the Fresco Hour. It has been wonderful. Thank you for having me. I hope everybody takes these vegan tips. And I hope everybody becomes vegan by next year. <laughs> right. Just do it. Just, just go just on. Just do it. Just do it. I promise. I promise. It'll be worth it. All right, Thank y'all. you so this, much. This is your girl, V. Annie, from the Fresco Hour with my girl, Ebony. We will talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye.